This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. Scan it, tick it, squeen it, tick it, squeen it, Hey guys! Sometimes we start our shit off with a song, you know? <laughs> you guys know the theme song you guys know. by now. <laughs> What if we had to full on sing and perform a theme song every time this show started? <laughs> I'm sure there's shows that do that. Like full on perform a whole song every time the show starts? Or like an intro at least. Yeah, but like perform it? it I, someone's gimmick is that they do that, I bet. The Muppets. <laughs> the Muppets always. Did you know that the theme song to the Muppets, the intro, was performed live every time? <laughs> live by the Muppets. All of Muppets. Man, they, they were so talented, music. dude. Oh, yeah. What a talented dude, group of. Did you? Oh, yeah. Men Muppets. and women. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Fuck. Dude, yeah. did you know that. Um, you know, I, I'll, I gotta say it, man. <laughs> the Muppets have been in and out <laughs> of the pop culture zeitgeist. Uh-huh. It's, it, there's been troubled times for the Muppets. Because yeah. the Muppets were beloved for a very long time. Yeah. And some would say they're still beloved. I think so. But there's a whole new generation of children that are growing up with all that CGI trash, baby shark and shit. Everything's uh-huh. animated. Everything's done in the computer. <laughs> yeah, hard agree. And the puppet stuff. The art of puppetry. The art of puppetry has been, it's been few and far between. Yeah. I wonder which documentary this is going to be a clip in. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, like, you know, the Muppets, they had that movie that came out. Muppets with... Take Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Is that the one you're talking Muppets about? Muppets Take Manhattan again. <laughs> no, the one, the one that came out. The one that came out. Half the Muppets the one, moved to Manhattan. Muppets Take Manhattan was like this late, like maybe early 80s, maybe like 83 or some shit. 84. Well, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the one that came out like in our adulthood. The oh, one with, that was uh, like Jason Segel's. Uh-huh. Was that good? Yeah, it was awesome. I, I really liked it. Great. It had the heart of the original Muppets. And the music was written by Brick McKinsey from Flight of the Concords. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, Oscar winning mu- musician. Brick McKinsey <laughs> from Flight of the Concords. And um, it, they're incredible songs. And Jason Siegel's funny. I think he's great. I love him. Yeah. And he's a huge Puppet Muppet boy. Yeah. He likes to put Muppets in all of his things when he can. Is it weird to have seen his dick and also that he's in a <laughs> Muppet movie? Isn't that crazy? Like, I think about that with, like, on a smaller scale, no pun intended. I think about that a lot with, uh, like, Seth Rogen, how he's, like, the biggest stoner on the planet. And, Uh like, you know, there's Uh a taboo with, like, Uh a fucking weed. But he's also Pumbaa in the Lion King remake. Yeah. But weed is becoming more. Right. right. But for sure. But in the same kind of universe, it's like. Absolutely. Because we. (laughs) It's so funny because, like. Not to bring it back to the digital world, how we bring it back all the time, but this is the world we're in, sort of, like, you know, or the world we we rose right. in a little. People don't even do full frontal anymore. It's all CGI. It's all they CGI. They wear a green... Baby shark. A green, <laughs> green. like, one-piece yeah. bathing suit, and they can put any genitals yeah. they want Yeah, and they put the green sock over the package, yeah. and then you can put whatever you want there. <laughs> With um, the weather. That's the future liberals want. <laughs> <laughs> Is this part going to be in the puppet documentary, too? (laughs) 
depends on what the agenda of the puppet documentary is. So, um, oh, speaking of penises, um, <laughs> for the 300th episode in the row. <laughs> No, no, no. It was cum before. Now Speaking we're talking about penis. Dicks and cum, real quick. Um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about a documentary that we talked briefly about while we were playing Fortnite one of these nights, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. So we'll come back to it. I've got it up on my computer here, okay. but um, so it's so interesting that, like, yeah, totally, Jason Siegel's penis. He's you've seen, you can see his penis in a movie, in a film, yeah, forever, yeah. And he's also singing along with Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who I assume has, because he's been around, has done his fair share of... Having his penis out? Having his penis <laughs> <laughs> You think Kermit's done yeah. sex stuff? It's probably, you could find it somewhere. Probably. I mean, I think there's some Rule 34 stuff. What's that? That's the the whole thing that like if it exists, there's porn of it. Or there's like a oh. like a dirty photo of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, fingers crossed. So the Muppets have been in and out of the zeitgeist, the pop culture zeitgeist a bit. And it makes me sad. That movie came out and kind of reinvigorated the modern Muppets. Mm-hmm. Introduced them to a new generation. Reintroduced them, reinvigorated. Like everyone was like Muppet fever all of a sudden. And the Disney parks were like putting out Muppet merch and shit like that. Tight. And uh, things were going really good for the Muppets. And then they were like, fuck yeah, let's do another one. The sequel, right? We'll get Jason Segel back. We'll get like whoever else we can get back. Yeah. They made it. They made another movie called The Muppets Most Wanted. And that one was just okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Wait, he... It took a while. It took it up. It travels turn it back up. Can you turn it back up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they came out with Muppets Most Wanted, and it wasn't very good. It was just okay. And then the Muppets took, like, a big dump, essentially. And I can't think of... Oh, they tried to do, like, a Disney Plus show. Oh, and there was going to be this, like, um, uh, who's that guy that's the voice of Olaf, and he's in Book of Mormon and stuff. The guy that's, uh, the guy that's like, hey, he's like this, and he's the, he's... Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he was working on a, uh, a Muppet thing that got canceled, and all this Muppet stuff keeps, like, floating around in the ether, and there's supposedly a new Fraggle Rock show coming out, and, like... There's all this Muppet stuff that just, like, keeps trying to, like, mm-hmm. come back, but nothing's really, like, sticking. Right. And it's making me sad, and it and I'm, I, I'm mostly sad because, like, the Muppets were such a huge part of my childhood. Same. The fact that they've survived this long mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. I feel like the Muppets need, like, a Weird Al-type, like resurgence you know how like weird al like is just beloved yeah and and he can do no wrong yeah yeah. like somebody like weird al's pr person needs to talk to the muppets but weird al is like very out of whatever zeitgeist conversation most of the time yeah but he tweets like once in a while so you like remember that he still exists yeah like right now i'd say like right now things are calmer for weird al but like everybody loves him i feel the same way about the muppets i guess that's true but I feel like because you're but Weird Al fucking, hasn't everything Weird Al has put out so uh-huh. far people have loved like no one Weird Al hasn't dropped something that people were like Ugh. if he's done something recently I haven't heard anything about it so it's been a while since he's released an album but like he's done like he did like that thing with the um, he writes for Billie Eilish <laughs> he's, <laughs> he produces all of their albums that's cool no he he did this thing with uh, Shamoyo Ho. With the autotune guys, the, you know, the, the, um, the Gregory brothers. Oh, okay. Tight. Yeah. Yeah. He, they did like a news thing with like Trump or something and mm-hmm. Weird Al did all the music with them cool. and everybody loved it. It's Weird Al. But when the Muppet shit comes out, when it's bad, people are like, uh oh, like the Muppets Disney plus show that came out. It came and went. Nobody's talking about it. Mm. No one's even giving it any spit. No one's giving it any spit, Mike. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? No one's talking about it. Why don't you talk about it? Because it's not good. 
Oh, well, that's why then. And, and so when something's not good, you kind of just want to forget about it, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So all of a sudden, I'm talking like a week and a half ago, uh-huh. maybe even this past week. Okay. An announcement is made. While everyone's sleeping, tucked in their beds. <laughs> they made sure everyone was tucked in. Wake up in the morning. <sighs> First thing you do, you rub one out, and then <laughs> you go on your phone, and you check your your social medias. Mm-hmm. And what do we find? A surprise tweet from the Muppets. All of them. All of them. Every single one of them. Tweeted the same thing. The ducks, the chickens, the cows, the bears, the dogs. The chef with human hands. The chef with human hands. The giant bird that no one's scared of for some reason. <laughs> The, the angry trash guy. The hairy elephant. Yeah. <laughs> the asshole. No, that's, that's a <laughs> No, that's a Muppet. Dude, anything that Jim Henson created that is made of cloth in some way is uh-huh. a Muppet. Oh, okay, great. Good. You got it, dude. You're in. So, the announcement was made. And who do we see? Some beloved Muppets. The, the ones that you want to see in making this kind of announcement. Dr. Teeth. Gonzo. Dr. T. <laughs> Can you imagine? Dude! Oh, that's a thing. Um, Like, like the Muppets were at, like, Bonnaroo or something like that. Yeah, that like band, that. like, tours. Yeah, and dude, the Electric awesome. Mayhem. Yeah, yeah. And Which is just dude. the coolest band name of all time. And they're great. And, yeah. and, and, like, dude, if they could tour around like they did mm-hmm. again... Like, come on. Who wouldn't want to fucking see? Can you imagine, like, the Electric Mayhem at the Hollywood Bowl? Yeah. I wouldn't want to see Miss Piggy backstage at, like, the Vans Warp Tour. No, no. She's no, probably no, that's not for her. Yeah. Yeah. She'll cause all sorts of shit back there. Yeah. I, don't like I think it. her and Billy Wasted. Joe had a thing. <laughs> we don't want to see what would happen if we got them in the room again. <laughs> but, um... Oh, and... I did see the, they did the Muppets at the Hollywood Bowl and they did like a Muppet show, like a big uh-huh. giant live Muppet show. Yeah. And Bobby Moynihan was the, was the guest, I think. Okay. I think. Anyway, so off track. We'll have someone check. The Muppets announced with Gonzo the Great and Pepe the Prawn <laughs> that there is... For the first time ever, a Muppets Halloween special. Oh, that's great news. Coming. That's great news. They've never done a Halloween special, Mike. That's great news. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I remember I had a Count Halloween costume. Yeah. It was yeah. like my first Halloween costume ever. That's a great one. Was the With count. the plastic mask. It was like and the cloth. string. <laughs> it was like a spa mask. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. And I had a elite cape. Yeah. And uh, probably did some it have the vinyl paint. jumpsuit thing, dude? Early, early eighties so. costumes. Like I had a Big Bird costume, it's just plastic. That was vinyl. It's just like vinyl <laughs> suit you'd get into, and, and it was painted. And like it was whatever. painted, and the mask was like a flat, yeah, plastic just, with the white string that was, went around. Yeah, <laughs> tiny eye, tiny non-functioning eye holes. Yeah, and a tiny like little slit for you to breathe out of. <laughs> <laughs> like um. If you know about wrestling, or even if you don't, Google Kane, mm. the Kane mask, like that, and that's all the yeah. masks that we have. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so check this out, dude. But that's not even the biggest awesomeness about this. Are you ready for this? Adam Sandler's gonna be in it as Hubie Halloween. <laughs> Hubie, it's a Hubie Halloween Muppet crossover. <laughs> no, check this out, dude. Muppets Halloween special for the first time ever, and it's called. Trick or treating on Sesame Street. The Muppets Haunted Mansion. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And there is there a crossover with uh Yeah, dude. It's a Disneyland Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Muppets special. Which means there's absolutely gonna be a riot associated with that. And I'm not telling anyone go out uh-huh. and do edibles and go on the ride. <laughs> But I'm telling you to go out and do edibles and go on the ride. But I'm I'm saying it probably won't be the worst <laughs> experience. Dude, I look, that's totally wishful thinking though. Because first no, there's no way, man. They change those rides all the for like fucking Guardians yeah, of the like, Galaxy and shit. Yeah, but like, dude, the Haunted Mansion is like a fucking it's a sacred 
They've never ch- it's all the way over there. They've it's never a- <laughs> changed it for anything. Listen, all I'm saying is is that the only time the Haunted Mansion has ever been rethemed was for the Haunted Mansion holiday, which is the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. When was that? They do that every year. Uh-huh. During Halloween, and they've done it for the past like 10 years or something, maybe okay. more. And that's it. Like they've never done like Frankenweenie or they've never done like Pirates of the Well, they did a Pirates of the Caribbean thing with the Pirates of the Caribbean. But when in the saying, Haunted Mansion? No, they did nothing with the Haunted Mansion other than the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. But what I'm saying is, Mike, and we're gonna put this out into the world. We're gonna make spit for this. Okay? <laughs> I like that phrase. Is that did, did you make I that? I did, up? I just that's it just great. came out. Yeah. We're gonna great. make spit about this one, Mike. Yeah. We're gonna blow droplets about this one. We're gonna spit it out. Yeah. And we're gonna give it to him. We're gonna give it to the world right now. <laughs> this special is going to be awesome. And then it'll be so awesome that they'll do a Muppets Haunted Mansion overlay in the park. Yeah. I think that that is a... I would put money on that. I'd put more money on that than Dogecoin happening. (sighs) I don't know, man. I don't know. Who can I make this bet with? Look, be careful with your bets here, Mike, because let me say this. Uh The Muppets have... the, The Muppets have an interesting history in the Disney parks. There was... Muppet Vision 3D, which was in Disney World and Disneyland mm-hmm. when California Adventure opened. And it is now gone from California Adventure. Wiped out. It's gone. Bye-bye. Why? Why? What happened? I mean, they just want to replace it with something. Mm-hmm. I think they put, like, some kind of, like, frozen <laughs> thing. Okay. Frozen 3D. I think that it turned into, like, a promotional tool for their new movies. So you could, like, go into the old Muppet theater and look around and still see the fucking balcony where the two guys it's the Ellen ride dude it's like a fucking husk of what it once was Uh but you can go in there and you can watch like a scene from the new Spider-Man movie woo (laughs) I think I watched like a Beauty and the Beast scene in there and I was just like this is fucking so disrespectful (laughs) the animatronic penguins are just with all their instruments they're all just waiting below the ground for their cue Uh and instead we've got The student doesn't like it. Anyway, so what I'm saying, the point I'm trying to make is, is that Muppets in the parks, put like including the Muppets in the parks, has has hardly ever been like successful. Mm-hmm. There was going to be a Muppet ride that Jim Henson was working on with the Imagineers, and then he died, mm. and then Muppets were like, "Oh no, what's happening with the Muppets?" Mm. Now the that Muppets Jim Henson's gone. That. They were yeah. looking around me like, what's something's different. <laughs> and um, and then they axed it, and they never did it. They, hmm. they just cut it off the roster. And then the Muppets did, like showed up every once in a while in the parks. They'd do like a Bunsen and Beaker would be on this like little invention. they go, ooh, today at Muppet Labs, we're yeah. going to fuck each other. Right. No spoilers, <laughs> but they are in the Star Wars ride. <laughs> <laughs> when you're waiting imagine? for the ride, then. dude. They're see, in the look, corner. My thought there was a ride idea where do you did you you went to disney world right uh, in Florida? oh yeah yeah yeah. i might have even seen if they had a muppets thing there i might have even seen that there was a, so they had muppets 3d muppet mm-hmm. vision 3d and then they had like this muppet show where you'd go out in the courtyard and sam eagle would come out on a balcony and he'd go this is the great american history of the united states or whatever and then they william do- jefferson clinton <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and then they'd have like the the muppets all pop out of like windows and right. stuff uh-huh. <laughs> um and that show's gone but uh <laughs> but um at, do you remember a ride at at disney studios like the movie studio one do you remember the great movie ride yes uh-huh where you go through like wizard of oz and shit like that yeah so the idea was they were going to have, like, the Muppets running amok in there. Mm-hmm. And they'd have, like, Muppets, like, uh, like getting into trouble. Being zany. Being zany. Yeah. yeah. Like, animal, get out of there. Yeah. You're not the lion. Why are you dressed up like the lion? Yeah. And then later on, a guest complains that their animal is doing something. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, he's a puppet. And they're like, yeah, but. And then they change the ride. And then it. <laughs> Anyway, 
<laughs> so, dude, what if they fucking did? What if the Muppets had like a huge fucking resurgence? Everybody's all about the Muppets. Muppets Haunted Mansion is a hit. There's a new Muppet movie coming out. Dude, could we just pause for a second yeah. and go back to the Wizard of Oz running amok in a Wizard of Oz? <laughs> yeah. What if everything is the same? Like Dorothy is waiting for the tornado. Mm-hmm. Tornado's happening. <laughs> and somewhere in the distance, everything is the same as it was. <laughs> yeah. And in the distance, Gonzo's just like fucking the shit out of her chicken. <laughs> but you have to like really. <laughs> like you could kind of hear. You just see like an yeah. animatronic kind of moving, <laughs> like silhouettes, and the and the chicken's like flapping its wings, <laughs> yeah. and there's like some feathers kind of blowing out. Why did he want to fuck chickens so bad? He's I an alien. He's a weirdo. Mm. Yeah. Well, the Muppets from Space movie created this canon, this canonical Muppet thing that he's an alien. Right. But I think from the very beginning, Gonzo's always just been like a monster, kind chicken of fucking monster. He's just a monster, and he's anyway. weird. And what's weirder than wanting to fuck a chicken? You know what I mean? I can't think of one thing. Hard as I try, I can't think of one thing. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, what if Muppets fucking blow the fuck up again? Everybody's loving the Muppets. Mm-hmm. And then Disney Parks do, like, Muppet Month. Like, the month of March or May is Muppet Month or something. Uh-huh. And certain rides have Muppet takeovers. I like that. Like the Star Wars ride. Like you were saying, like the Star Wars ride have Muppets in them. But imagine if you had like the fucking Muppet, like, cause at one point there was a Star Wars Muppets thing where Gonzo was Darth Vader. Uh huh. And he had the nose and the mask was like, had a Gonzo nose on right. it. And what if you had like animatronic fucking Darth Vader Gonzo in there going like, it is I, it is Like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. That'd be a goddamn dream come true, Mike. Yeah. You know how fucking packed that place would be. Oh, dude. And you then everybody those be... weird fucking oh. waiting lines on your phone are bad now. Listen, man, I know that we really hold on to nostalgia. Nostalgia is an industry right now. Makes us feel safe. It's a business. Yeah. C- capitalizing, marketing, nostalgia, it works. It's like watching stuff that makes you feel like you're in a blanket. Right. Reminds you of the days where, th- where you didn't worry about paying your taxes and your bills and the, and those wonderful cloth boys and girls would sing you your cares away. Yeah. And you didn't ha- you didn't need a business license. No, no, no. You didn't have to worry about renewing it no. and then getting penalized for not remembering that you needed to <laughs> renew it. But, but I'll tell you like the, the possibility of them doing that is like very low. I mm. really think it is because I don't know if they, the I don't know if the people at Disney, the people in charge of making decisions like that, I don't know if they believe that there's a future. I think that they believe there's a future for the Muppets enough to do specials and like little shows. But unless something fucking catches fire, baby, and people are shooting spit about it, yeah, uh-huh. I don't think there's any. I don't think anything's. Gonna if happen. they know that they have that property on Disney plus mm. and they know that they're going to make a certain amount of things. And even they know that they're going to make a certain amount of things after the Halloween thing. Yeah. I think it would be a pretty safe. This is me. Know nothing about that part of the business, but to hedge your bets on at least changing the haunted mansion or doing something, especially because you've done that before based yeah. on another one of your proper right. thoughts. Right. And, uh, like if it comes out and it flops, just no one's gonna care. Right. But I think it's pretty safe to say, like for a month, we'll we'll do that. We'll give it a shot. This one ride in the whole park. Right. Yeah, I guess it just comes down to like. Mm. I mean, it's not like they don't have money over there, you know? Right. It's not uh-huh. like they don't have fucking money to throw around. And it's not like people aren't gonna go to the park because there's a Muppet thing. Right. Yeah. I just think that it takes effort and a little bit of good old-fashioned American risk. But hasn't there been Star Wars stuff that have come out and not done well, but they still dedicate a whole part to Star Wars? Yeah, but Star Wars is like a fucking monolith foundation of mm-hmm. pop culture. Like, Muppets, certainly in that world. But not the same. But not, like, as strong as fucking Star that Wars is. That would be is. so funny if people's whole, like, personality was the Muppets. I Dude, imagine if Star Wars and the Muppets switched places. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Star Wars would be the thing, maybe someday they'll do a Star Wars thing. Right. And then it's like, no, instead it's like, there's, there's a whole Muppet cinematic universe. Uh-huh. 
where the Muppets eventually will cross over with the Avengers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's Muppets in Fortnite. But that's the thing. Like, Disney owns, like, everything now, pretty much. And, like, I know that there's, like, insane red tape around all of these properties, even though Disney owns them all. Mm-hmm. I remember working at Sony and going, like, we are the same company that owns Spider-Man. Why can't we just, like, throw a Spider-Man thing into another thing? Yeah. And they were like, well, because there's all this fucking legal shit around who really owns Spider-Man. But if and you all own everything, shit. it doesn't matter. Right. So, right. to me, it feels like even as protective as they are of their, of like the superhero shit, the Marvel stuff, Mm -hmm. it's like, man, imagine if they took the risk and they were just like, we're releasing Muppet Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) So the whole movie is Muppets. Muppets. (laughs) And there's like some humans, like, you know, like the original Muppet stuff, there's still humans in the universe, but all the Muppets, all the Avengers are Muppets. All the superheroes are Muppets. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's good and i think that would work i think it would work too and i think everybody would fucking love it but that's so many nobody wants that's to take so that many risk. puppets think even just for puppets. the extras in oh, the yeah. scenes where like cities are blown up and yeah. stuff like that yeah that's too many you could have muppet yeah i mean then it would probably be like because in muppets take manhattan they live in the world and there's they people. live in the world and there's people everywhere yeah, yeah. but there's also muppets right so <laughs> a lot like mixed in right and in the fucking Muppet movie with Jason Segel, they they even took that concept to an even further confusing perspective, and 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 try, tried to make us believe that a Muppet is the brother of a human. Yeah, and they're brother they're brothers. They're right. from the same parents. They have the same blood. Same blood, but one of them is just a puppet. And then halfway through the movie, Jason Segel opens his robe and his dick is claw. Is a Muppet penis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And somebody has it on the wire. And I it's bet. dancing around playing the saxophone. And it sings. Like it, close, it does a close up. Hey, this is my meanest. I'm just shaking around. I'm not, I ain't trying to be meanest. <laughs> I'm the meanest penis. Meanest penis. I don't want that. Speaking of penises, Mike, this is a great segue. Where are we at? Okay. We'll do this really quickly and then we'll talk and then we'll do the ads. Okay. Unless you want to, unless there's something you wanted to talk about, and then we could do the ads, and then we can get to this. No, I had a thought. Okay. The only thing I was going to say is please come see me on May 22nd. Please. Please come see me on May 22nd if you're anywhere near the Hotlanta area. Take it, link in the bio. You going to have some hot chicken, dude? Yes. You guys. Uh, that's are- more of a. Oh, you're saying, oh, sorry. I meant that is, you're right. That's a. Uh, uh, they might have me- it there. Tennessee? I mean, they have it here now. I would have it today for lunch. Was it Tennessee? Yeah, that was uh, Nashville. 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 My bad. Chicken. That's okay. You're going to Atlanta where they shoot the zombie show. Yes. I'm going to have some hot zombie. Watch meat. out for the zombies, Mike. Bang, bang. All right. So check this out. Did you know? <laughs> There's a documentary. It's called. The final member. What was this about again? You were talking about this the other day? Yeah. It's about a man. Okay, so it's about... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out if it was about the man or about the place. Fuck, will you do me a favor? Yeah? Will you just hit the power button on that fan? I just remembered the fan was going. I'm sorry. That's if, okay. If that's been annoying. No, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's on me. Yes. There's a document. There's a pl- there's a guy. Yeah, final member. <laughs> there's a there's a museum. Uh huh. Okay, and it's a penis museum. Okay. And it's I think I think the penis museum is in. Please say Ellen. Please. Iceland. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the museum has penises of all kinds. That's great. Animal penises. It. Please. So they've got like animal penises. I'm talking like there's a whale penis. And the man who owns the place was looking to add 
a human penis. Oh, they're real penises. They're real penises. Like, um, like in jars, stuffed. formaldehyde jars. Hmm. There's like a whale penis. I think there's a whale penis that's like petrified. Yeah. And is just like on a mantle with like a shotgun uh, for... like holder. <laughs> like a gun rack. Yeah, yeah. There's a whale penis on a gun rack. Yeah. Huh. And there's just penises of all kinds. Frog <laughs> penises and duck. Duck. Yeah. All anything you can think of. And the man was looking to add a human penis to his collection. Right. There's a space at the end of the museum. Yeah. It's an empty It says jar. Carl. <laughs> My buddy Carl. My buddy Carl. And so the movie is about this man who owns this museum. The final member. Wow. The movie is about this man who owns this penis museum looking for, quote, one last endowment. And so he goes on the search. This whole fucking, the voiceover for this. Is, is, (laughs) yeah, for real, everything you can think of. I think we I think we have some clips from the trailer here. You want to hear some? Oh, this is new. No, it's been out for a while. Okay. I don't know why. For a number of reasons, I decided that I wanted to to remove um, my genitals completely. So there's a man who he finds who is alive and wants to donate donate his penis. Yes. While alive no no and with a new relocation for uh urethral opening and i'd be a happy camper okay here's the thing when i become a doctor i I sign something called a hippocratic oath first do no harm first do no harm right we normally don't remove healthy body parts right in my work i do transformations of the genitalia so i'll change a man into a woman or a woman into a man no now, idea. why would we want to take off a healthy penis in your case? Why would I do that as a physician? Um, years ago, I fractured my penis. It was, it was definitely broken. Uh, snapped. There's no bones Whip. in it, so what, ha- what happened? Well, doctor. Uh, I went to a urologist, and okay. he did surgery. How did it, wait, I'm sorry, how did it happen in the first place? How he did it fracture? <laughs> I went to a urologist, pretty horny for surgery. I slammed my penis into a car door, and uh, apparently it doesn't work. No male work. Really excited, really erect. She's on top, came almost all the way out, or maybe did all the way out, and she sets back down and... I've had that happen before. Has that ever happened to you before? No. That's not funny. No. Like in half? No, 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 no. Oh, 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 yeah. all the way out, and then it's like... Oh. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this man's saying it broke his penis. That's crazy. That happened to Dennis Rodman. It did. Yeah. It also happened to our friend Noah Grossman. I mean, I don't... He talked about it on a Comedy Central thing. That's tough. He openly man. talks about it. That's tough. He said he That's was terrified tough. and scared yeah. for his life. Yeah, yeah. I'd be more scared than if I did something in my leg was... You ever seen one of those <laughs> real bad leg breaks? Yeah. I'd be like, okay, I get it. This is bad. But... <laughs> Wiener stuff, I would be like, I'm over. I'm over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm over this. I'm done. So this guy is, he goes on a mission to find. But he doesn't want to become a woman. No, he just wants, he just is, I can't, I can't remember his motivation. This clip, this clip's only a few more, few more, like a little bit longer. We could listen to it. Eating or bruising? Oh, yeah. Internal bleeding, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Upside up and turned, started turning blue immediately. Ouch. A lot of scar Ouch. tissue was generated. Good empathy from the doctor. Yeah, but somehow disturbed the urethra. Since then, I've been growing structures in the urethra. Drawing it. Where if I don't dilate the urethra with a, a dilator, right, yeah. um, so if you... I don't do that routinely, like every week or two, I can't pee. Okay, so it's not, he's not removing a healthy penis. He's removing de facto penis. And the museum guy just wants it for aesthetics. Does this guy know the museum guy? Or is this like a When Harry it's Met a, it's Sally It's a When type? Harry Met Sally. That's beautiful, kind of. Yeah, because it's really like about... Oh. <laughs> 
it's a it's really about the man the one the t- these two men one looking for a, a way to complete his collection you're doing like the, the elevator <laughs> pitch the like uh the voiceover and one man one man's looking for a way to complete his collection uh-huh. and the other's looking to get rid of his dick and balls <laughs> so um yeah oh, i mean boy. i guess this guy is the thing is is like i wouldn't say that he's he has a non-functioning penis. I would say that he is he doesn't want to be burdened by the process it takes to even urinate. I'd say he has a troubled relationship with his penis. Yes. Him and his relationship with his penis is complicated. His penis is meanest. <laughs> uh-huh. So um my my <laughs> What are your thoughts on this? I've said all of them. Okay. I think you should check it out if you get a chance. It's an interesting documentary. You should find... I mean, truly, you know, I I don't know if the man gets his penis removed and then donates it to this museum. It would be irresponsible for us to say on the podcast. And and who's to say? You know, I mean, it's not for me to say. So maybe check out the final member if you're curious. Also, this is important to remind yourself is that there are situations mm-hmm. that other people put themselves in that you don't even have to know about. Right, exactly. And think about that for a second. Yeah. All right, let's get to these ads. How about that? I would love to get to these ads. Uh, we thank HeadGum so much for uh, doing their due diligence to make sure we have ads on every show. We thank eh. you guys for listening to them. The mummy is very appreciative and uh, can't thank you enough. And it really eh. uh, benefits us. And thank you for all your hard work. And I echo that sentiment, Michael. Hey guys, how about we talk a little bit about HelloFresh? I have no problem talking at great length about HelloFresh. And why is that? Well, because they cut out the stressful meal planning and grocery store trips that are littered throughout your life so that you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And check this out, guys. HelloFresh has been named Newsweek's most trusted meal kit company of 2021 with over 4 million households served. And check this out. Uh Huh? HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing the quality. Mike, can you remember the last time you really made yourself a good HelloFresh meal? Yes. I think we had pork chops and there's some cranberry and there's a couscous situation. And I remember not taking as long as I thought it was going to take. I remember they had me salt some sweet potatoes, and it was a real nice. Dude, and you feel like you're a professional chef while you're doing this. And you look good doing it. And it tastes like you're a professional chef while you're doing this. Exactly, exactly. Because all the ingredients are sourced from local growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. And, of course, everything's contact-free. Keep you safe. Guys, you know what? Why don't we stop wasting your time? And why don't you stop wasting our time? Why don't you go to HelloFresh.com slash Banter12 
Now, why banter 12? I'll tell you. Because you get 12 free meals when you use the code banter12 at hellofresh.com slash banter12. Promo code banter12. Not only do you get those 12 free meals, you also get free shipping. HelloFresh! America's number one meal kit. I thought we hit him with that URL. <laughs> HelloFresh.com slash banter12. With the code banter12. HelloFresh.com slash banter12. Code banter12. All right. Thank you so much, HelloFresh. Thank you, HelloFresh. Thank you, Ooh, Mike, I was just thinking about Quip this morning, and you know why? Because it was in your mouth? I shoved it right in there as hard as I could. Shoved it in your mouth, in your mouth. And I'll tell you what, Quip gives me everything I need in my toilet bathroom to give into my mouth. Into my mouth. And they give me my gums, and they give me my floss, and they give me my toothbrush. Guys, gum is the unsung hero when it comes to better oral health. Did you even know that the American Dental Association recommends chewing sugar-free gum for 20 minutes after meals? Into my mouth, my mouth. Listen, guys, we all chew it. Gum. But not all gum is created equal. My mouth, my mouth. Some come in fancy packaging, but they only cover up bad breath. Others are loaded with all sorts of dumb sugars and crap, and they wreak havoc on your teeth. Well, luckily the oral care experts over at Quip have your back. They made a gum that stands out from the pack. And one that helps prevent cavities. I really like their gum. Because as we've said multiple times on this show, it tastes like the after-dinner mints at the fancy Chinese restaurant. That's my favorite flavor of thing. And you feel good while you're chewing it, Mike. You feel like you're doing something good for your mouth. My mouth. Your mouth. Our mouth. Their mouth. (laughs) And here's the thing, guys. It was only a few short years ago that Quip was reinventing the toothbrush for the modern age. And they've done it again! This time for chewing gum. We've been talking about this gum. It helps prevent cavities. It freshens your breath when chewed for 20 minutes after eating. It's sugar-free. It has tooth-friendly xylitol with zero calories. And to satisfy your taste buds, Quip added a long-lasting mint flavor like Mike was talking about. It tastes like those delicious after-dinner mints. There's a crunchy tri-layer design and stamped it all with the classic Quip tongue. And check this out, there's a gum refill plan for a gift that keeps on giving all year round. Quip's customizable subscription lets you chew and share at your own pace. And not to worry about running out. And that's what I'm talking about. You don't have to go to the store and get things. They just get in them and send right to your door. Plus, the more you buy, the more you save with bulk discounts and extra gum packs. Guys, let's spread good oral health habits and why don't you join over 5 million mouths already using Quip, including Mike and I. Our mouth. Our mouth. Our mouth. My mouth. Our mouth. Our mouth. Their mouth. 5 million. Her mouth. mouth. His mouth. Their mouth. His mouth. Her mouth. That mouth. It. Out. That mouth. Get you it for less than $2 per gum pack, guys. Why don't you go to getquip.com slash banter right now. You can get a free plastic dispenser with any refill plan. That's a free dispenser at getquip.com slash banter. That's G-E-T-Q-I-P. G-E-T-Q-O-U-I-P. That's G E T Q I Q U I P. G E T Q U I P. Get quip. Get quip. Get quip. Get quip. Go, Mike. Go, Mike. Go, Mike. Go, Mike. Get quip. Get quip. Get quip. Get quip.com slash banter. 
And you also find the Equip Electric Toothbrush with fillable floss and more oral care in the oral care aisle at your local Walmart. Hey, don't be a dum-dum. Get that Quip at getquip.com slash banter. Quip! The Good Habits Company. Guys, let's talk about better help. Is there anything specifically that interferes with your happiness? Is there something that is preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, I'll tell you what, guys. BetterHelp assesses your needs and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. Did you know that May is National Mental Health Awareness Month, Mike? I didn't know that, no. It's, there's no better time than to think about you and your goals. And if there's anything in your way, there's no better way to get over those hurdles in your brain than to talk to someone who is professionally trained to help you out with these problems. And imagine connecting with someone in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You don't even have to leave your dang home. And you can communicate with someone in under 48 hours. And here's the deal. It's not a crisis line that we're talking about here. And it's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. You send a message to your counselor anytime. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you're comfortable with. And you don't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. Isn't that nice? Yes. And the service is available for anybody, worldwide guys, worldwide clients. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available. And there's licensed professionals that are there that specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and anything you share is confidential. If any of you are thinking about It's about time for me to talk to somebody. It's about time for me to go head on into these issues that are preventing me from being the best version of myself. Then why don't you check out betterhelp.com slash banter. I want you, Mike and I want you guys to start living a happier life today. So why don't you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash banter. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash banter. Ain't nothing better than helping your brain. A lot of times you can talk to your friends or your family, but sometimes have an outside perspective helps. They might say something you that none of you thought of before. Yes. And if these are people that have dedicated their lives to helping people. That's a, yeah. They put their time and effort into learning the tricks of the trade, the tools, the general things, the specialized things. Mm-hmm. They are there to help you when you don't know what to do and you think you're lost, you think you hit a wall. Yeah. There's nothing better than an outside perspective, Mike. And everything's still in your control. If you Absolutely. If you use it and it feel like it works for you, great. Wonderful. That's if great. it doesn't, wonderful. There's still so much out there. That's a yeah. But give it a shot, guys. Don't be dung beetle. that's good advice that's super good advice (laughs) all right thanks to our sponsors that was great thank you so much all right oh my goodness gracious mike i have a letter here that we got that's nice i also have a whole bunch of new history roads oh great what do you think man should we just jump right into some history roads and then we'll get to this letter we got in our p.o box sure that sounds wonderful great idea mike (laughs) came up with it last night Long ago, long ago, history road, history road. I know, I know. 
Yes, it is, Ringo. All right, Kayla Hess. <laughs> we, we 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 get sent. Do you get sent a lot of Ringo stuff? Yes. I get sent so much Ringo shit now. <laughs> he put out a new thing. I know. And uh, I don't it's know. It's so but... bizarre. Yeah. It's so bizarre. You think that just no one says no to him because he's Ringo? Who would say no to him? Mm, somebody looking out. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, if if one of the fucking Beatles, I get it. I wants get it. to do anything, wants to make music, who are who is anybody to try to stop him? Ringo gets a call from his manager every once in a while and he's and he's like, "Hey Ringo, how you doing?" And Ringo goes, "I'm thinking of writing a song about <laughs> Peace and love. Okay. Now we're talking, Ringo. And he's like trying to get him off the phone a little bit, probably. Yeah. Preservation. He's like, okay, why don't we schedule the time? It goes like this. Okay. Listen, I've got a meeting in like three minutes, so. Peace and love. All right. Peace and you're going to listen to every last minute of it, aren't you? Yes, because Peace and love. we're that? filming the video right now on my son-in-law's phone. You're going to give me your time. You're going to give me your time. And why is that? Because, because, because you're yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Dude, did you know that Ringo Starr has finally revealed what his favorite Beatles song is? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you have a guess? I hope it's one of his. I would love if it was one of his. <laughs> I'm going to say. Dude, he's got so many not great ones. <laughs> yeah, but he tried. I think he had a fun. It sounds like he had a fun time. Yeah, doing it. dude. He, um, listen, that man has my respect forever. All you need is love is my guess. Okay. All you need is peace and love. You ready? Yeah. He, he answered it very quickly. Peace and love. <laughs> Come together. Oh, this is about Vizalo. I just think it worked perfectly with the band and the song and John being John. I loved that moment. Mm. It oh, is. That's one of the coolest Beatles songs, I think. It really is. It's Badass. cool. It depending on how you play it, it fucking rocks ass. <laughs> I like, and I like all the like little drum moments in that yeah. song. Maybe that's why he likes it so he much. He got to be artsy. He didn't just... <coughs> right, right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Kayla sends an email saying, Hello, boys. Hope you're doing well. I wouldn't necessarily call this email a history wrote. All right, well, let's move on. <laughs> this next history... But it's a little anecdote, anecdote that I hope you find the slightest bit of entertainment in. We often have the radio playing in the office that I work at. And by radio, I mean an old iPod touch that's hooked up to a Bluetooth speaker. That's great. That's a very office thing to have. Somehow, I've been put in charge of picking the station. And since iHeartRadio is the only app installed. (laughs) That's when they only had room for one app. (laughs) Facebook and one more. Uh Uh-huh. It can get repetitive and borderline. Oh, sorry. I typically just pick the iHeartRadio 90s station. Okay, that's fine. Being completely honest, I have... Fuck! Drop the cap. I have a few gripes with the app, but my main complaint is that most of their stations are just the same same 15 songs on repeat. Right. Dude, have you ever listened to Jack FM? It's uh, a local it sounds familiar, radio. But, oh, it's like no, LA, probably not LA. Probably not then. There, there's this station called Jack FM, and they play like Africa by Toto all day. Squirrel, went, went, you just went, turn went, it on. Went, it's went, like, oh, fucking here we go. It's Africa again. Right. <laughs> when you have the station playing throughout the entirety of your nine-hour workday, it could get repetitive and borderline annoying. Uh-huh. One song that seems to continuously pop up on the station is the 1990 D-Light hit, Groove is in the Heart. <laughs> what a great song. That's a good, yo, if you just got back into roller skating, that's the, oh, that's the jam right there. I can't <laughs> 
Some people may find that song enjoyable, but it's always seemed like more of a nuisance to me. Wait, if you're like making a spreadsheet and listening to that song, I can't imagine anything yeah, worse than that. Yeah, right. That is until I realized that it's basically just a mainstream dynamic banter. <laughs> Not only is the music video strange, but the slide whistles thrown into the song, which are often followed up with the sound of a man screaming, feel all too similar to the impromptu songs that you boys create with Mike's fancy little sound machine and Steve's arsenal of kooky instruments. <laughs> That's true. We did a whole Groove is in the Heart this episode. Mix that up with lyrics like, My supper dish, my succotash wish. <laughs> and we're going through to Horton Here's a Hoo Hoo, and you've got yourselves a classic DB bit. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Anyways, hope you boys are doing well. Yes, I already said that at the beginning of the email, but I'm saying it again because I mean it, goddammit. Well, I hope you're doing well. Same. Well. Bye, I guess, Kayla. Thank you, Kayla. Thank you, Kayla. That was lovely. What a lovely time. <laughs> Aretha! Urethra Franklin. Sends us an email saying, Hello, Mike and Steve. Hi. My name is Aretha. My friends call me Art. So I guess you can too. Okay. I'm going to call you Aretha. Yeah, it's a beautiful name. Yeah, I don't know an Aretha, so... I I say... I, I, part, I know about Art. <laughs> yes, I'm named after the incredible R-E-S-P-C-T singer Aretha Franklin. Tight. Bless up. Bless her. Rest her soul, and no, I can't sing Shout like her. Shout out one time, Malcolm Barrow. Hell yeah. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Got, uh, rest her soul, and no, I can't sing like her. Please don't ask. I'm a two-horn, honking, non-binary sprout <laughs> from the place that's north of you, Canada. Nice. My pronouns are she and they. Thank you for asking. Yes. Let me get sentimental for a second. Okay. I feel like I've grown up with you two. I started watching SourceFed in my late teens, and I'm still here eight or nine years later for some dumb fucking reason. Hmm. In all honesty, I think that anyone that listens and enjoys you boys has an incredibly unique and special sense of humor that is hard to find and seldom appreciated. Hmm. Your podcasts, I'm including Cloverfields, have been with me when I moved cities, I listen to you two whether I take long road trips alone, and I always know when Friday comes, I'm in for some good laughs, and some good chats, and loud noises. It's <laughs> oh I have an extreme appreciation for your chaotic <laughs> consistency. Like what? Here's the cake topper, boys. Give me an example. My recent ex bought me. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so, this is piercing, dude. Fuck, oh, no. man. We just lost some subscribe gays on that one, I think. Uh, he bought me one of the DB cropped hoodies as a gift before he broke up with me a little over a month ago. Mm. We were together for almost three years and I've never hated something so much and loved it so much at the same time. It's very conflicting. Obviously, I'm still a fan of you both. I would never give you up for some dumb boy that made me sad. Uh -huh. But I absolutely hate being heartbroken and continually reminded of it. I know he will never hear this. So would you be so kind to give Mitchell a big ol' fuck you for me and a couple of wet farts because it'll make me smile. Hey, Mitchell, why don't you go on and fuck yourself? <laughs> Mitchell, I hereby cast you out of the dynamic banner crop top hoodie. Out. Somebody sage that thing. Someone rip a, a dirty grease fart into that. Somebody wrap up some hot eggs. <laughs> Why don't you throw a hot egg at the wall for us, Mitchell? Mitchell, more like bitch hole. I'm gonna F out. I'm going to pop a hot egg out at you <laughs> from my ass.
The next history road is from Mitchell. Hey, big fan of you guys. You got me through some really hard times. I love the keep keep firing out those hot eggs. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind sending a message to my ex. Um uh i know i'll get through this uh, i just need a little db pep talk you know also tell him to pick up his keys i don't want them oh it's very fresh anyways thanks for keeping me company and all the belly laughs and your tiktoks are great hey big yeah. fan okay thanks bye art fart p.s aretha if y'all are calling people here's my number i'll probably be in my online philosophy lecture so maybe i can talk to you about moral philosophy if not, delete my number and pretend I never asked. PPS, don't say my number out loud. <laughs> oh, shit. Oops. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the email, Aretha. I will never call you Art, and that's a promise. Good luck with your breakup. Good dog. luck with your breakup. Shit sucks. Mm. <clears throat> we mm. got a letter in the old Dynamic Banter P.O. box. The Dynamic Basket, as we call it. The Dynamic Basket. <laughs> and... It comes from, what's their name? Aretha. Emily. <laughs> I feel like I just, do we just read something from an Emily? No, never mind. There's also open eyes what, drawn all yeah, over. Yeah, there's a bunch of open eyes all over the back. Open eyes envelope. <laughs> Dude, I'm not ready. I'm not in that part of this year yet. <laughs> if we're being totally honest about our comfortability. <laughs> I didn't get Wait, two shots listen, of Moderna man. in me to have to fucking swallow listen, that. <laughs> listen, man, I got Johnson That's and a, Johnson. Uh, uh, I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, baby. I'm protected. <laughs> to, to an extent. <laughs> Whoa, fuck. Okay, hold on. That fucking poster is so rad. Thanks. It's so rad. Every time I look over there, I love it. Mike and Steve. Who <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> burps into a fucking... <laughs> I hate it. Mike and Steve. <laughs> Dynamic Banger has been my favorite podcast since it first opened <laughs> on day one. Uh-huh. Now, enjoy a couple of googly open eye. Check this out. I don't know if these are... One the, of a kind. Those fully open orbs. There's they're pins. I like the Lee face on it. Yeah, and there and it says open eyes inside the pupil. Does it? Yeah, look at it. Oh, that's cool as shit. Thanks for the many laughs, Emily Kemp. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, they're pins, so I could have one. Op- oh, I can have one, and you could have one. Yeah, one for both of us. P.S. Steve, I miss your Friday the Thirteenth streams. And the fact that you're no longer up on that they're no longer up on your channel makes me cry every morning and night. Sorry, Emily. Do you take them down? Do you get no, claimed? but I think they. I think if we don't save them, they disappear. On Twitch. Twitch. Huh. Mm. <laughs> that means all my Tony Hawk stuff is gone too. That's a bummer. You should probably just give it a, l- a little peek today. I I think that is okay for that to just exist in that. Yeah. In that, in that time. way, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, the guys and I have been talking about Friday the 13th lately, and who knows? Maybe we'll do a fucking stream soon. You think it's been a while. That? No. I just want to play it. I just wanted to <laughs> I want it to, to work. Because <laughs> we had so much fun. I know. Remember when me, you, and Malcolm would play it, and we would play music? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that was funny. Dude. That was funny. Way hell. before the pandemic days. Yeah. All right. Guys, what a great show today. We appreciate your viewership, your listenership. We appreciate your history roads. You're damn right. Your mail, your patronage. Mm -hmm. The sticking with us, the stick-to-itiveness you have to be with us. Thank you for sticking out the entire last year with us. Mm -hmm. It's good to be back. Mm -hmm. I know we say it at the end of every episode, but I'm going to say it at the end of every episode so we can keep appreciating it. You gotta say it. Remember what was. Well, we gotta stay humble. You know what I mean. We gotta take. We gotta give. We gotta give a love and thanks to the people that make us uh, make this possible, which is you guys listening yes. to this and sharing it and sharing with your friends and forcing your loved ones to listen to it and 
or forcing criminals. police officers and judges to hear it, uh, yeah. even, even if they never should. Yeah. And uh, we really appreciate it. It's such a fun thing that we get to do. We get to fuck around every week, and you guys seem to really enjoy it, which is such a lovely thing. Yes. Um, some future stuff. Uh, Mike and I have been in deep discussion, and Mike has been in deep action on some really cool shit we keep hinting at. But any day now, we'll have a formal announcement about something really awesome that's coming. Um, so please get ready for a really fun announcement. Um, <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> any, do you have any plugs, Mike? Yeah. Uh, like I said before, uh, oh, better take that off because that show's canceled. But May 22nd, I have two shows in Atlanta, one at 8 and one at 10. And uh, there are tickets for the 8 o'clock show on MikeFalzone.com. And you could find tickets to the 10 o'clock show. Thank you so much. On uh, If you go to my Instagram and you click on the uh, the link in my bio. And I, uh, we would love to have you there. Please There's go. There's also a Facebook event for the late show. I would love nothing more than for life to return to some semblance of normality. That's a yeah. From before this cursed virus ravaged our planet. Yes. And it's living beings. And um, one way to, for that to happen is to <laughs> wear a mask when you go outdoors, get your vaccines, and, you know, go support artists like Mike Falzone and others who have live shows. Yes. And Some people came out to San Diego last night. Thank you very much for that. We Dude. Had a great time. Hell yeah. Yeah. American I, Comedy Club, big up on time. I love that. Things are kind of returning to some semblance of normalcy. It feels very nice. Yes. And uh, yeah, what better way to support that and do your part by going out and supporting local artists and struggling artists and all that good shit. Yes. And restaurants and stuff. And restaurants and bars and places that are like, thank God shit's opening back up again. (laughs) So anyway, um, my only plug is Wednesdays on twitch.tv slash the Valley Folk. We do Jackbox and Chill. And uh, oh, uh, definitely our TikToks. If you guys don't know, Mike oh, and yeah. I are active on TikTok, and uh, we're, we're gonna try a thing this week. We're gonna try a thing this week, so keep an eye on both of our TikTok accounts. Yes. Um, and yeah, thank you for supporting us there as well. What are you on TikTok? Or you I just think Steve it's just Zaragoza? Steve Zaragoza, yeah. And I'm Mike Falzone Comedy. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give us a follow or check us out. And if you like what you see and, you know, share it with your friends or some yeah. dumb garbage shit like that. And if you're feeling super horny and you're like, I don't want the podcast to experience to end this week, make sure that you watch our videos. Ryan's been working really hard on the videos on the YouTube channel. Also, if you don't want it to end even further than that, dynamicbanter.clothing. And if you want it to end further than that, you can send us a review on uh, iTunes because that still helps. Damn right. Can you review stuff on Spotify? I don't know. Neither do if I. If they don't allow that, that's dumb. What? But if there is a way to do it, we'd love for your guys' support there as well. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this show. I want to go take a big, fat, giant dump. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast.